Hello everyone, welcome to the series podcast. Today we've got with us Ryan Mayers, who fights out of Silverbacks MMA in Canterbury. So how's it going mate? Oh, good. Yeah, good man, good. <laughs> um, so Ryan's been down with me today, we just um, had a little bit of a roll, and just chilled out together for a bit. We used to live uh, in Canterbury together, not, not in the same house, but we used to roll and uh, train at the same place, so... Um, yeah, man, so how, how's your day been so far? It's been long, tiring, yeah. but I'm loving it, I've loved it, man. Like Andy Roberts, he's a guy who really took me in today. So I appreciate them for that, and you for that. Um, tiring, two sessions we did today. So, yeah, so what time did you get up this morning? About half five. Really? Half five, yeah. And you got the train, what time was the train? Twenty past six. Oh, really? Twenty past six, and that was about an hour and a half to Waterloo yeah. and straight over, a uh, 20 minute break actually, so that was nice, and then uh, got to take a few pictures of all the stuff we got, I know they'll do the promotion of that Ghostbusters film that I won't watch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I saw that actually, Where, what station was that in? Uh, Waterloo East. How was it? Yeah, oh, cool. pretty cool, and then uh, about 40 minute train down to yeah. Farnborough, where it's been hectic with the uh, air show, so that's a tourist thing here, isn't it? Yeah, mate, yeah, it's always good to train somewhere else, though, and, you know, roll with some new people and stuff. So, uh, yeah, so just sort of tell me a little, little bit about, and tell everyone a bit, a bit about yourself, um, you know, what, you, what you've been up to. Because, um, you know, you've, been, you've had quite a long journey so far, um, you know, training in different places and travelling around. and So, um, so just sort of tell us how you got into jiu-jitsu, really. Yeah, so uh, I started off in jiu-jitsu about 2009, 2010. Basically, I downloaded. I was in kickboxing and karate for about a year, and okay. I, I wanted to do MMA primarily all the time. In my head, I was like, I want oh, to do even MMA. when you started kickboxing, yeah, I was so, like, there was no MMA gyms about that then. What was the what was the like? Was it just solely karate and then kick, or uh, like it, was a, it was a bit of a mix. Uh, I started off um, at one gym, which was a karate gym. But they did a kickboxing class as well, so okay. I did both of those. Yeah, cool. I was really young though, yeah. so I, I, got a bit, I lost the interest quite quick. Ah, okay. Uh, and then I tried it at another gym in Ashford, where uh, that was too expensive. But I did that for about 11 weeks. Yeah. And then I went to another gym, and then I ended up going back to the karate gym. So I went all over Ashford doing um, karate and kickboxing. Did you live in Ashford then? Yeah, I lived, oh, okay. I lived in Ham Street, my hometown village, which was cool. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so I wanted to do MMA all that time. Started so you, you kind of just, you, you wanted to do MMA, you, didn't, you weren't really into BJJ no, too much? I didn't have a clue what BJJ was until I downloaded on my PS3. <laughs> uh, a game come up on a demo, it was UFC 2009. Yeah. I was like, what's this? Started playing it and there was, I knew of Muay Thai, I knew kickboxing, boxing, like all the different styles, I knew wrestling kind of. I knew what judo was, and then it was BJJ, and me and my friend were like, what's BJJ, man? Yeah. Like, I, was like, I was just trying to make up stuff, I was like, what, what is this? And then uh, my friend Googled it, and he texted me, he was like, it's something called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Straight away, I was on YouTube, and I uh, started looking at these clips from, uh, there's a YouTube channel actually called Submissions 101. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So I'll it just does like that. really basic tutorials of submissions, like arm bars, guillotines. I think I've watched that some Peruvian neckties and stuff. And then what I'd do is I'd watch a clip like five times, just watch it, and I'd think, oh, yeah, I've mastered it. I'd literally mm-hmm. run down my road, knock on my friend's door, 
like, I was going to come and help me with this training I'm doing. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd literally just try and sink him and stuff. Yeah. I did that probably about a year. Okay. Just teach myself that. And then uh, about a year after that, so this was about 2010, 2011 now, maybe 2012 as well, um, I've got other friends that were interested in it as well. Yeah. So we would literally just meet up in various parks around Ashford. And we'd fight like yeah. old school. Like I, had, I bought a really crappy pair of gloves, boxing gloves, sort of like thin as paper, like from Sports Direct. All oh, right. Uh, really thin shin guards, and we would like do our striking like in a gym or eat. yeah, they, they trained at the gyms with me, and then we'd go into like a field and we'd do the, the grappling as well, and it it was it was fun, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> so just like, fighting in a park, just you get, fighting, get some weird looks up there. Yeah, like especially I think one time was. Uh, it was like a, it was a really nice walk by Ashford International Train Station. Yeah. And it was like a kids' park, and then there's a bit of grass next to it. We get there, in front of all these families. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah I start. That's how I started getting into jitsu with that, and then um, I I stopped for a bit actually because I, I was hunting for years to find an MMA gym near me. Yeah, it wasn't that many around in Kent at that time. No, I went to look myself. And. Um, I randomly got a message from a guy from school, a couple of years older than me, maybe a year older than me. Uh, yeah, Jamie Epsi Brown, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, "Have you heard about this uh, MMA gym in Romney?" And I was like, "Romney." It's like, because I knew I live really close to a town called New Romney. Romney. And I was like, "Isn't that that must be London?" Yeah, yeah. And I, was like, uh, I was like, "No, I haven't." Man. He's like, "Oh, here's a website." I looked at it. It said New Romney. I was like, "You kidding?" Like, we're looking for like three or four years for an MMA gym, and then one's just on my doorstep. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. It's a bit weird. So I messaged the guy up straight away, and it turned out to be uh, Jack McGee. Ah, cool. You know, pretty famous guy now in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. He was a brown belt at the time under Lucio Rodriguez Legato. Uh, he'd been, when I read his like initial blog on the the, uh, the website, he'd been in Brazil for like, he'd only just come back from Brazil, and that's mm-hmm. when he started up this thing. Okay, so it was he was running the gym then, his own, yeah, his own sort of bigger day gym. Yeah, he was uh, MMA, MMA, MMA as well, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And that's when... Started going off there, but I, I didn't start off in a gi. I'd, I'd only come initially for the MMA and ah, no gi. Right, okay, yeah. So and I would never come to the evening classes at first. I think for like four or five weeks, I was only coming to like a Saturday session. What was that? I think I was a bit nervous. <laughs> yeah. I was quite an unconfident kid back then before Jiu Jitsu, so I yeah. feel like. And then like, me and my mum, it was really tucked away in like a dust of sat me wrong. Me and my mum were like getting arguments, trying to find oh, it. Oh, really? And I remember. Um, I walk, I see it's like an old garage. I remember looking at the door, it's just a brown like door. It's like a bunker door. Yeah, yeah. And I just walked out and I'm like, is this it? <laughs> and it's like, I see like mad hatters take your shoes off before I get the mats. I've opened it and it's like quite a big, cosy little space. Yeah, and yeah. Like mats. I was like, this is freaking awesome. Mm. And then obviously I just started off going from there and getting more comfortable. Yeah, it's always tough when you yeah, first have to go to the gym. Like, feel for people. That now. first, that first <laughs> walk in and you know you don't know anyone. Don't, don't and, have a clue. Yeah, especially when you've not done anything as mm. well. And you've got to, you've just got, you know, it's got to really go to the door and just mm. get in and just, just, just dive straight I, in. I think it's good character building. Like, oh, you know, for sure. Like, I was a young kid and I, I know a lot of young kids that do it, they're quite confident. They're like, yeah. like, what's this cuddling on the floor? And then they get weighed in and they're like, mm. oh, like this girl's strangling me or this old man's all over me. Like, yeah, yeah. Dominating me. Like opens opens your eyes. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. But that was uh, that was an experience. Yeah. How long you trained there? I trained there for two years. Two years. I started 
just before, literally about a week before my 17th. Yeah. And then I, I left. Uh, it shut down actually just uh, 2014, 15. Okay. Yeah, so Jack went, um, went on to different events. Fair play to him, you know, he's got yeah. to do what he got to do. Now he's got a really successful gym down in Bob, uh, Chichester. Okay. Britain, mate. They're really cool guys. That's down a there. bit lower down, isn't it? Yeah, south, yeah, down south towards uh, Portsmouth. How was it? Yeah, a bit further out, I think, yeah. weekend, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's it, Brighton, mate, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I still talk to those, like, those guys, they're really successful, they're doing well, like, can't wait to see Jack now, you know, he tries to get me fights in his shows, so I appreciate that, so. But, yeah, that's my first MMA coach, and Jiu-Jitsu coach, and, yeah, you know, I was quite lucky, Yeah. then he went on to get his black belt from Legato, so, and Legato's legit. Yeah, so, so. What, so what happened then, because obviously, if, if they left, well, when he left, there was no mm. gym about. There was no gym at all. No. Um, was, there no, was there nothing in Ashford? Because Mike Carlson started out, wasn't he? Um, what happened was, it was about six months. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I had, I had a, a, about a month off where I was just depressed. Mm. I was like, I've lost. Like, the only thing I really had, like, I had to do my jiu-jitsu and MMA. And I was lost. I was like, what do I do? And then um, there was Carlson Gracie that he just started, I think, actually, at the time. Yeah. And then there was a, a gym down in Hastings called Dark Star BJJ. Oh, okay. Paul Bridges. Yeah, I've not I've not heard of it. He's a, he's a he's a he's a good he's a you know, respected black belt as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh but then um I knew those two gyms weren't MMA based, they were more for jiu jitsu guys. Oh okay. Yeah, so um so straight away I I had heard of and I knew the guys from Silverbacks MMA, like from other fight cards mm. and I'd seen them and like I'd been watching like Mark Harris. Yeah. Andy Elliott and McGinty Atwood like fighting on YouTube and I was like these are cool guys mm. so straight away I was like you know what it's further away but I'm going to message McGinty Paul oh, McGinty okay. and I was like hey man like would I, would you would it be cool if I could come up and like try a session at your gym and yeah. he was like yeah man like come up um, I'm based in well I was based in Ham Street which is like south of Ashford really close to me Romney. yeah um, Canterbury is obviously like the other side, other side of Kent. So I was like getting. So where where was where was this one when you messaged him and you went there? Was that the that was the old gym, basically the one in the one in Barton Road. Yeah, Barton Road. Uh, yeah, so right yeah, to the top of the yeah, back of Canterbury. Yeah, because like when I when I first met Paul, we um there was one called like EC, ECC ECC yeah, yeah. yeah in Broadstone. And, and that was um oh, no no that was in was Canterbury. Canterbury. Oh yeah, yeah, Canterbury, yeah that they, they um he moved into like Canterbury area yeah. with the gym and um. That was actually like five minutes from my house. Yeah, yeah, I think house place. Yeah, yeah. So it's up in house place in Canterbury, and it was in um, like an old community centre. Nice. And we used to have to get the mats out yeah. and train, and, and we put the mats away. away. And there was some of the old guys, and that's before I messed my knee up. And um, oh. so yeah, I, I didn't know if it was just sort of that sort of time. So it must just must. Have, yeah. Um. No. Uh. I think they yeah. Silverbacks has been a while uh, around like 2013, and I think I joined yeah. like two years in or something. Okay. And they had a strong pedigree of MMA fighters. I was like, mm. that's the place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, I messaged him, and then I, next thing you know, I'm like getting two trains and walking like two miles just to get a, get a couple of hours on a mat, yeah. get beat up. It's a long, long and then long. and then you're getting walking all. Well, luckily enough, they would always offer me a lift back down to the station. Yeah. And then it's, Two trains again back down to Ham Street. I wasn't getting in till like eleven, and at that time I was working like two jobs, so mm. it was it was a hard time. But I just loved it so much that like, I can't let not train. You know? Yeah, and no, fair enough, man. That's, um, that's, that's pretty uh, pretty committed to the cause, you know, especially especially having to travel so far. Mm. It's not not easy. Yeah.
they took me under the wings straight away. That's one thing. As soon as the first time I walked in, like, like it was Aaron and McGinty, like mopping and doing the mats, yeah. and it just made me feel home straight away. Yeah, like, it, was, it was wicked. Different, like, like so because we say like, we like to train at other gyms, mm. get a feel for different people. Like, it was just like that for me. It was fresh, fresh, and then just with them, it just, it's just yeah, just hit you in my head, super cool guys. So I've done, you know, it's just, they're not, there's no, no sort of um, no problems in the going, yeah. you know, they take the, the torture and it's a cool bunch of people yeah. who are all willing to, you know, torture and give good vibes. So, uh, yeah, it's good. So you, you're still there. I mean, obviously the, the gym's changed now. Yeah. Um, um, they they closed for a while. Closed for quite a while. It's mm-hmm. really Three, four months. Yeah, because I haven't moved by then. Yeah. Um, how, how was that? How was not training so um, much? It was hard. Yeah. I think a lot of the guys were withdrawn and I can't remember what I was even doing to get through that. <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't too long ago. I think we only, we only yeah. And then, was there no sessions at all? Or, I mean, uh, they they had difficulty finding a new space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had problems at the old place. Did you have the BFC? I didn't. No? I didn't actually. No, I did. uh, a lot of the guys did. Mm. Um, I think I, I think I must have just step off the pedal a bit, which yeah. is bad. And then when I come back into it, it was obviously nice to get back into it, but you're gassed. And then mm. uh, we start there. Yeah, it started off with like two sessions a week. Yeah. And then as it's got more comfortable, they're introducing like back into the MMA, which is great. Um, and then we got longer classes and more days, so we're back to normal really. Yeah. So you moved you moved to Canterbury then. You moved to Canterbury. Yeah. And how'd that come about? Um, how did that come about? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was having, uh, when well, I said I'd only been at Silverbacks a couple of months and we, we both competed at the Chennai yeah, Interclub. Yeah, yeah. uh, that was my first Jiu-Jitsu comp for them and my first Gi comp. And um, after that I was, I was more into the MMA. Yeah. And they, offered, they actually got me a fight like straight out the bat. I was like, wow, like, uh, on a quite a big show. It, back in the early days it was a promotion called Warrior Fight Series. Oh, okay, yeah. Run, uh, run by Harry Shoebridge. Yeah, just back then it was really. Small. I was only on the second show, mm. and uh, for my fight camp, instead of me, because it was a proper fight camp, instead of me getting two trains every day, and yeah, it was cost me twenty pound a day really? just to train. Jeez. And I told like I didn't tell that with the McGinty for like six months. Yeah, and they were like, I told them they were like, no, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> no, because no. um, I was just pissing my wages because I saw what was going on, mm. and then they were like. Uh, 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 McGinty had a flat in Broadstairs and he was like you can come stay with me um, We I had to sort out arrangements of work so I was only part time so yeah. I, I was working I was working weekends so Saturday and Sundays which they were really cool with I was really grateful for that what did you do? Uh, I was a supervisor at a little uh, retail store oh, Martin okay. McCall's Limited <laughs> <laughs> stacking shelves and tills and yeah. lottery and all that post office yeah that's cool quite cool quite relaxed yeah um, and then um, so I was working weekends with them and then Monday to Friday it would be like a full on professional fight camp yeah like, that's good go up there it was really uh, in Broadstairs it's a Grand Mansion Hotel it's literally on the beach oh, is it? and it was like some, I don't know I went it was February, it was like, so it's freezing. <laughs> there was like, we had, he'd only just moved in really, and he was obviously working all the time. Mm. Man, Paul McKinney grass. So he was never really in all the day. So we had no internet. Oh, okay. The phone signal was awful. <laughs> so, uh, I was yeah, just, I remember you actually on social media would be like, I've got internet for like a few a hours. A couple of hours, <laughs> so like, if you need anything, <laughs> hold on me. <laughs> you know? 
So I was like, um, uh, I was just sitting in, in the house. He'd go to work all day. Yeah. I'll just sit around reading or listening to music on the TV channels because we didn't have much TV channels. I'll just read. Most of my day consisted of like planning my food. Yeah. So I'd like go to the local Iceland or uh, Tesco, get all my fresh fruit and veg and my meat or my fish. And then um, I'd spend like prepping it and then it'd be strict. How, how do you do, like, how did you come about doing your nutrition? Like, you just read or see what um, people did? I actually got all of it from Paul. Yeah. Paul, because he's, he's got a lot of experience. He's yeah. a family fighter, like jiu-jitsu. Been around a lot of guys. And mm. he was just, like, some of the stuff is teeth. And I was like, yeah. what telling you what to eat? And yeah, stuff. what to eat, like, uh, what not to eat. Like, the smallest detail, like, kind of dairy. That, that, that's McGinty, yeah. Yeah, McGinty, sorry, yeah. Yeah. McGinty, yeah. So I was like, wow, like. Yeah. The detail he had, and then my weight was dropping off because this was that lightweight. I was a lot smaller back then. So what, what kilograms that? Uh, seventy. Seventy. So I started off roughly about eighty-one, eighty maybe, yeah. maybe seventy-nine. Okay. I cut down to seventy, but it was quite tough. Yeah. Yeah. Especially training because there were double keeping sessions. Your, keeping your energy up as well. Yeah. So what you doing with jujitsu and then in the main straight after? You? Straight after, and it was mm-hmm. like shark tank sparring. Yeah. Uh, like the jiu-jitsu rounds at our gym are savage so I was just like yeah it's tough, tough, uh, tough to keep them sessions up especially when you're trying to lose some weight yeah. and a bit tired in the evenings and stuff mm. before you just like chilling out in the day and then yeah it was, yeah. It was really hard to be fair like you know, I, I like to be yeah like you're in your mind a lot yeah yeah definitely trapped in your own mind you haven't got I didn't know anyone around there so mm. I couldn't even go to chill places sometimes I'd go sit in Costa or yeah. Read a book on the beach if it, when it was hot. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough, but it made made it perfect. Really. I was like a pro fighter for yeah. that time. It really, I got a good insight of what I wanted to be and where I wanted to go. And lucky enough, the fight went went well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So tell us, tell us about the fight. So I mean, I I had a what was I doing at the time? I don't know if I was. I don't know if my knee had gone or what, but I, I don't know if I was about to move. But I think, uh, mid move, I think it was. Was it? Was it? Two and yeah, it was hard. I can't, I can't really remember. But so, so you fought, you fought um, for Warrior Fight Series. Warrior Fight Series, yeah. yeah. Who did you, who did you fight? Uh, I fought a guy called Rob McAdam. Okay. Uh, he's a big game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was quite unconfident back then, but. I knew I had the skills. Yeah. Did, did yeah. your camp help a little oh, bit? Camp, think, yeah. yeah. Did you feel like a little bit comfortable, like yeah. confident going in because you had had a good camp? Mm, but it was mentally and physically, I just felt, you know, I felt great. Um, the weight cut wasn't too bad. The recovery of the weight cut anyway wasn't too bad at all. Yeah, it yeah. It took a bit of time, the initial weight cut. But yeah, it was uh, Ron McAdam, uh, lightweight. Um, bigger than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> like a bit more dense. I was like, because oh, I'm tall, thin, at that weight class anyway. And then um, when we were coming out, um, I wasn't too nervous. I, I'm quite loose. I was, mm. I was like my music come on. I was dancing. Yeah, yeah. I remember just before I was like shitting myself. Like, well, what's going through your brain? I was like, because I could hear them warming up. Just question yourself. Like, yeah. What am I doing? Oh, man. Like any every negative thought, it's like you just got to shut them out. Yeah. It's just like. Why am I doing this? Do I actually do? I want to be a fighter. Yeah. Like, you hear the crowd when you're warming up, and then like um, the guys coming up, like oh, like, well, I'm there. It's ten minutes. You're like, Shit. I could hear him hitting pads. 
Yeah. I could hear like the guys in the thing like going, Yeah, come on, Rob. Oh, okay. Uh, that's like, pretty that's must be pretty intense. Yeah, you can hear them like, as well. I was like quite I was like just I remember JJ Bumpton. Yeah. Um cool guy man, he's like my brother now. Um I was hitting pads and there's like these mats and I had like a uh, load of Team Titan guys who back then I was a bit more of a fanboy. Yeah. Like, more than maybe a fighter. Who's Team Titan? Team Titan are a big Jim in like uh, I think in North London. Oh, okay. With like Jake Boswick, yeah, uh, Don Wooding. Okay. Uh, they got a really good coach up there, Brad Pickett. Yeah. Um, they're run by Mickey Papas up there. They're really quite a popular gym in the UK. Right. Well, they had some guys fighting on the card. Yeah. Uh, and right. they were like in sharing like the warm up area, and they were like watching me hit pads, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like trying to do it, and then like, Matt was like slipping underneath me, and I was like yeah. kicking off, and JJ was like hitting me like full on punching <laughs> me with the pad like calm down like have fun you, this is meant to be funny yeah just yeah. have a laugh roll with it i was like oh cool cool and i was nervous he called me out and then i remember the curtain and then shoebridge harry shoebridge mcginty and jj i had jj mcginty in my corner yeah and i like and then the first the last thing they said to me i think it was shoebridge actually he was like they were like you're an entertainer you're meant to enjoy this have fun yeah yeah and i was like as soon as they said that i was like yeah. My music come on, I was like dancing, out, yeah. I walked out, I was bopping around, I was bopping around so much that uh, the guy was like doing my Vaseline and I was bopping around, like, stop dancing, I was like, okay. <laughs> first, like, first, I was like dancing around the cage and then next thing you know, they're like, you ready? I was like, oh yeah. Here we go, sort of thing. Yeah, it's like intense and then it's yeah. like, go, and then he's like, we're like running at each other. <laughs> and then like, as he's coming up, I like kind of hesitate a bit because I'm, my striking's got a lot better now, but back then I wasn't too confident. Yeah, yeah. I was more confident in my jiu-jitsu. I was like, I threw a cheeky left hook that he said at the end it connected clean, but yeah. I was so obviously in the moment I didn't even realise yeah. that I hit it. And then uh, he's come forward, he's just double-legged me straight away. Oh, okay. Like up against the cage, double-legged me. And then as soon as I hit the mat, I just felt comfortable. Yeah. Um, I feel like that jiu-jitsu comes yeah, sometimes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You feel weird, weird standing up sometimes mm. until... You're on the mat, and yeah. as soon as you get down, you just feel like you just relax a bit. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, and I remember instead of hearing the crowd and stuff, we just hear my my own mind, and I was just like, uh, McGinty, he's got a voice, man. You can hear yeah, it all yeah. over the arena. And yeah, he's, he's like, got he's got he's got one of them voices that you can just pick out, yeah, can't you? Definitely, hundred percent. Crazy. Like I, I remember like hearing him at comps, yeah. and like you can just come in, and I can be at a comp, and I can go, oh, oh I can hear McGinty, yeah. <laughs> like just. You know, it's, it's it's really good when you need to just listen and focus on it. It helps a lot, yeah, like, especially when you're panicked. And then um, I just kicked up like an armbar attempt. Yeah. And it was, I had, I had to get my other leg over his head, and I was I held it there for ages, and he tried picking me up and dumping me a couple okay, of times, yeah. and I was like, oh, I just stay calm. And I think he's gone to dump me, and he's lost a bit of balance, and I've gone to sweep him. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. And watching back, I'm like, <laughs> man, like, cause it all I had to do when he sweeps is I've gone. To uh, he's fallen like onto his side, yeah. and he's like giving me his arm, and I've, all I've had to do is swing that other leg over his head, and I've fallen, man. And instead, I've gone to go on top, ah. and he's just squirmed up, and I've gone for a guillotine, ah, right. jumped a guillotine. Uh, and I thought it was in, man. Like his mm. head was going red. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and again, he slipped out, and I was like, that's when my head was a bit like, shit. Like, <laughs> like, and then um, I, I think I think that's the same sort of instance in like jiu-jitsu comps where you like might go for things and mm. when they don't come off you start questioning yourself yeah. and then that's when you know at, when you get to that point when you're, you're men- mentally questioning yourself is the, the worst point yeah. you need to just continue and mm-hmm. you know keep focused keep going on it yeah. yeah you know and then he 
he's he's got out of that quite well to be fair to him. He did it, I was like, ooh. Um what did he do? I think he passed into half guard. Um and then there was a scramble. Yeah. He's gone top and he's punching me. Really? I'm like, stop punching me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Especially in MMA gloves, you're like a bit of adrenaline, you don't really feel it, but it's still a bit like yeah, uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's just like well, yeah. you've got a big Hairy, and then um, I think that was the end of the round. But I was yeah. so active on my jiu-jitsu, and I remember the second round I kicked up one of my favourite triangle setups. Was, How did you get? You just what, what did you take you down again? Took me down again. Oh, yeah. Oh no, he come at me throwing, and uh, I've shot the worst take oh, of my really? life again. Like I'm <laughs> how, many, of... how many times do you watch your fights back? Thirty, yeah, forty. I like I have to look for everything. Like, yeah. I, I'm bad for it to be fair. So I'm just like, it ring, it rings clear in my head. To be fair, I like I like to do. I'm quite analytical of it. Yeah, so yeah. As soon as the fight, like end of the fight, I was like, like guillotines, and now I like I hit guillotines like nearly every comp. Yeah. Uh, triangles. Yeah, I hit a triangle setup like the hip bump, leg over, which we were drilled in your video. Yeah, yeah. We did a SP's highlight reel. Mm. We did it literally like two weeks before the fight, and then uh, it came up beautifully. And I was like, "Whoa!" I sunk it in. I was like, "I've done it." Yeah. And yeah. that's where again my mind kind of wasn't in the right place. I was like, "I've done it." Mm. He's going red. I was squeezing. So he's gonna tap. I don't know how he didn't, but he did yeah. really well. Fit like kudos to him. He, he was tough, and third round was just done. Yeah, wasn't good. I was tired. Yeah. Um, he just stormed at me with like his punches. I remember like just doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Trying to because. I just didn't know what to do. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's just like hitting me clear. He's hitting me clear. I was taking them, but and then um, he's just tired. I'm just tired. Yeah. I guess momentarily I was going out. That's I it, definitely that. lost the round without it. It was probably ten eight, but yeah. Um, just like questioned yourself a yeah, little bit, probably a little bit. But uh, I thought I lost the fight. Yeah. Because of the takedowns and the third round particularly, because it was right at the end of the fight. I was like, well, the judges are going to see that. It's like mm. a significant thing. And I stood there. Me and McGinn is talking about it. Um, so like, so like, I think he thought I lost as well. Yeah, I think. And then um, they're like, "Oh, red corner!" I lift yeah. my hand up. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, in the picture of my face, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then they gave it to me just for being active with my back. Yeah, which is rare MMA. Yeah. That is so rare. Yeah, so I was like, I know where to learn from. And then yeah, I was like, crazy <laughs> times, man. Crazy times. I guess like, that gave you a little bit of confidence going into the next, you know, your next mm. sort of camp. So. Um, have you had another fight since then? Um, I went up to Birmingham. I was, showing... was that a short notice one? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that actually. I mean, I was meant to. Uh, I had a. I had someone like we had someone booked in. At, I think Lionheart. Oh, I don't know. Lionheart. Lion fight. Something. Okay. Up in Birmingham, really good little show for yeah. like beginner MMA and mm. like low level amateur. And um, uh, I had someone booked the day before. I was again. I was in the flat. McGinn came home from work and he was like. You're not gonna believe this. I was like, what? <laughs> Some guys pulled out. Oh, and I was dear. Like, like again, like just training all the time, dieting. Yeah, like, yeah. I was watching my weight. This is the sucky bit. But then uh, he was like, right, we'll go up anyway because we had Hayden and Jack Duffy, I think, fight up there. So I'll go up there anyway, and I'm sure they'll get you someone. And I'm like, I'm waiting around all day, and they can't get me anyone. It's like half hour before the whole event starts, and he's the, the promoter, uh, Pete Thompson, really nice guy, man. He's literally walking around the crowd like to the guys who like fought in the day like their gyms. Yeah. He's like, look, I've got a welterweight guy. He's he's come all the way up here. He's just looking to get some like cage time. Yeah. Does anyone want to step in? And then this guy, I think, Dan, 
Yeah. He was like, yeah, okay. Like, he, was just, he hadn't done it before. I was, like, oh, really? I was like, really respect him. But he only wanted to do C-class, which is no headshots. Oh, right. And I was like, you know what, fair play. Like, at least I get a bit more experience. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, I was like, oh, man, cool. And I remember coming out, I was really relaxed. Well, I was just hitting body shots, leg kicks, getting used to actually standing there. And yeah, not having to worry about getting hit head. in the head and stuff. And then, um, man, I was first two rounds, I was just pissing about. Like, yeah. It was stupid. I was like, um, why do you think that was? Or just because you didn't have to worry I was about like, getting hit? And... Yeah, I was like pulling, trying to jump guard. Really? And, all this, and put myself in. He, uh, he nearly had me in a rear naked choke. And I was yeah. like, right, I need to. I remember the end of the second round. It was the second one actually. Um, Neil Simkin actually was the ref. Yeah. Neil Simkin's like a big name in UK BJJ, you know, black belt under Briar Estimate. Yeah. I knew who he was. I was like, oh, <laughs> like runs the UK BJJ Elite School and he's refing it. And I'm like, okay, so my Jiu Jitsu looks bad now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like pulling guard and he knew I was in a really naked choke. And I remember I had him in a really deep guillotine, but he had his arms trapped. Mm. And he's, I didn't know how, how much he'd been training. I knew it was his first fight. And I hear him like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, ref, he's tapping, ref, he's tapping. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I want it to be done. And he's like, he's like, let's, I like, let go. And he was like, and then the, the, the guy goes, no, no, I wasn't. And he probably wasn't. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, crap. And Neil was like, young man, I'm the ref. Yeah, yeah. You know, I made, I, like, if, you know, you got to fight to the end. Kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And at the end of the second round, again, he was like, just take him down and submit him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And this week, straight away, come out, double leg. Uh, up against the cage, and then the scramble just hit like an invert, like a weird, like a what's the word? Improvised dance. Yeah, and I got it. And I was oh, like, okay, cool. relief. But I was like, really not happy with my performance. Yeah, I was just mucking around too much. Mm. So that was just a little bit too overconfident. Yeah, I think definitely. But again, before the fight, I was probably the most nervous I've ever been. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a guy that's never fought C class, didn't know what to expect. No, yeah, no, no preparation, just, no, just you know, like, standing and go. But you know. I respect people that take short notice fights. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. How, how did it go to weight then? Because obviously, how did they, they wouldn't have weighed in then? Um, I think they would just walk around like, what are you weighing at? What are you weighing at? Like, <laughs> but I, I did say I'd like to fight anyone. Yeah. I was like, going up there all day. Well, I say I'd fight anyone. But half hour before, I was like, you know what? I don't really yeah. care. Yeah. But I'm knackered. I've been waiting around all day. Nah, like, you start head, questioning yourself. Yeah, you're like, one, for like half hour for an hour, you're hyped. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm ready to punch something. And, and then, like, half hour later, like, I want to nap. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat. You know, I want to watch. Yeah. And you're just knackered. Like, it's the same with Jiu Jitsu comps. Oh, yeah. How, how do you feel that transitions? Like, between, like, MMA feeling of, like, warming up with your pads and things, mm. and then. Getting ready for a jiu jitsu comp and that initial getting ready to go on the mats. How does that, um, how do you feel it's, it's different? Uh, I find jiu jitsu really relaxing. Yeah. I, I'm, I can't say I'm never nervous at jiu jitsu comp, jiu jitsu comp, especially um, the most recent ones, but I'm more relaxed. Like, just, that's my playtime. Yeah. You know, it's it's where you just get, you get nervous. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Not massively, but. I, th- I think you're only human getting nervous, yeah, mate. It, it helps. Nervous. Like, it does help you, definitely. I think nerves are, you know, you have to have them. Yeah. You have to have them. But, um, yeah, I, like, when I step on a mat in a jiu-jitsu con, I just feel like I'm yeah. in the gym. I just like, and uh, at White Belt, towards the end, so, like, South End, English Open, Kent, yeah. I stepped on a mat and I was like, it was, I knew how much time I'd been putting on the mats mm. and how my game and how aggressive I was in my jiu-jitsu. And I was like, 
if I lose, it's like it's not going to be by a lot. Yeah. You know, I I think I really rated myself at the end of my white belt kind of stage, and um, so I wasn't too nervous. But then there's pressure as well. I put an, I always put a little bit of pressure on myself. Mm. But yeah, I, I guess if you're going up to place with all your team and stuff yeah. as well, you want to perform, mm. don't you? But it's like anything, sometimes just not your day. And yeah, you exactly. Have a bad a bad day, and yeah. you know you don't uh, don't pick anything up. But yeah. that's that's uh, jiu-jitsu, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the that's where I am. Like one of the worst. I wasn't too. Uh, I don't. I haven't competed much in gi. Yeah. But earlier in the year. What gi comps have you done? Uh, I've done a check mat in Japan. Yeah. Oh, I've done plenty. First fight I got done against Lewis Thorne, who was stud. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, um, and McGinney actually fought. Uh, he didn't know it was me fighting him, and McGinney used to teach Lewis, so he was like yeah. coaching Lewis. Oh. And I put my head around, and he sees me, and he's like. Oh, I won, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, so I've done Checkmate Interclub, um, Ken's Open, which is recent, and then I've done South End, uh, and I've done uh, English Open. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do well at the English no. Open, or the South End wasn't great. No. But how, how do you feel like the transition was over from like your gear, no gear? It's, it's difficult. Yeah, I think it's there is a, there is a slight transition. Yeah, you have to get used to grips, and you're thinking about it's just different techniques and grip, like control, particularly control. I think there's a lot more like exposedness in no gi, and yeah, you've got you've got more a bit more freedom to move, and I like that because like it helps with escaping, and you know, but gee, like if someone puts me in a position and I'm like trying to get out, like I found that particularly at South End, I was like. Get out! Like, I was like <laughs> he's really got my leg there. Like I can't. That's really restricting my movement. Yeah, like, yeah. Damn. Can't slip out. No. Can't be sneaky. Can't be sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. So you did did quite a few few comps of both of them. No gear, gear white, and then you uh, got your blue belt. Got my blue belt. Yeah. <laughs> Who gave it out? I got that off of uh, Paul McGinty. Yeah. Valmineto, who's Paul McGinty's head coach, and then also Broca was there. Yeah. Had a grade in who's Neto's coach. That's a good day then. So it was a it was a relief. But again, I wasn't really expecting it. You know, a lot of people around me at the time were like, "Get your blue, get your blue." Yeah. But the last two grade, like a couple of grade ins, people are like, "Yeah, you get your blue now," and you're like, "No." But yeah. in your head a bit, you're like, "Maybe." Yeah. It seems like little hope comes and you get cut down because it's just that's not the way to go about it. It's not about the belts at the end of the day. No, it's, it's, if you do think about it, it's, I think you're only human if you, yeah. don't, if you don't think about like, yeah. you know, your belts. And, it's like Christmas. Yeah. I, I think I think especially being a white belt, you you want to mm. you want to get out of that white belt, yeah. you know, because you feel like you're a beginner yeah. still, and you don't, don't want to be looked upon as a beginner. Yeah, but you know, it comes it comes and it needs to come. <laughs> you know, it's there, and then mm. you're happy for the people who give, give it to you. Yeah. And definitely, I think it came at perfect time. You know, I've been I've white belt for four years. But you know, it was it was perfect time. I felt. Yeah. You know, it was, I mean, you've had quite a lot of breaks though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been too. It's been inconsistent. Uh, my game actually hasn't looked too good in some comps. Like I say, the South End one, I was like, I'm not ready. And yeah. then that was the week before the English Open. I was like, it'd be really bad at the uh, South End gear, and I was like, oh. and I could have just sat down. And I remember I was back in the gym Monday. And I knew I had another comp the next day. I was like, right, I've got that to focus on now. Yeah. And I've no gear, which. I've uh, I'd say I prefer. Yeah. And I was like, and I, and I went out there and missed weight. No, I nearly, <laughs> <laughs> I nearly missed weight. It was a scary day. Um, yeah. But then it went 
into the gold, so yeah, man. So that was that's probably one of the best days so far, like competitive. Yeah, MA fights and and uh, jiu-jitsu for sure. Yeah, but awesome. missing weight was not the one. No, <laughs> fair enough, man. It's a you know, it's, a, it's an experience that needs yeah, to happen, exactly. so you know what, you know what to not do next time and what to do. But uh, how, how do you feel like juggling your um, like uni work and all that? Because um, tell tell people about what you're doing at uni at the moment. Anyway. Okay, cool. So uh, at the moment, I'm studying. Uh, I just finished my first year in sports coaching science, um, which is like people, particularly my friends, they admit they think. When they say sport, remember Freshers like Week, I was like walking around like in tight t shirts, <laughs> and they're like, uh, they're like, oh, you're meeting people, like, what do you study? And they're like, oh, like literature or history. And they're like, what do you study? I go, sport. They're like, yeah, you look like one of them. I'm like, what? They're like, stereotype. Yeah, and they're like, um, how hard is it to teach someone how to kick a football? Yeah. And stuff like this. You're like, wow. Yeah, you've got to take the bat now, man. Yeah. <laughs> the one for that yeah. But, um, yeah so I do that just really helps it helps my game particularly like seeing the coach's perspective yeah. I, do, I get to do a lot of coaching with that now is there anyone else in your like class like what's what's the sort of setup because is it just is it just on sort of specific sports um, or it's uh, it's like a main spectrum okay so there's um, and then you relate interrelate that into your Sports, yeah, kind of so but they have, like, much, they have much for beat, like, beat, not obviously not BJJ, but MMA. Do they mm, not? Is it more like boxing? Or not really? It's how can I describe it? Um, so they teach you different, like, like coaching theories, like, mm-hmm. there's a spectrum, Masterman Ashworth kind of thing, uh, like different coaching styles, like command theory, so like do this, do this, like, yeah, the coach does this. Then there's more, there's other theories where it's like. Uh, like learning, like self-learning. Okay. So where the the student will like teach themselves in a way, mm-hmm. self-discovery. So like the coach will like do the leave little kind of puzzles for them to solve, but with techniques. So they'll yeah, stuff like this. That's so all kind of more. Uh, pra- I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. There's not. It's all more like theory based. Not as much practical. Then. Yeah. There's um. What we did in our modules was um. There would be like a theory lecture, like on a Monday, and then on the Thursday you. What you learn in the Monday, you prepare a session for a Thursday. You oh, do right. it to the class. Yeah. In the first half of the year, and then the second half of the year, you go on placement. Oh, um, which what's placement? Um, so you get to work with a coach. Yeah. In specific sports, and at the beginning, you get to apply for what kind of who you want to kind of work well. <laughs> I say that, but end of the day, I got. I, I thought I was matched with a, a jiu-jitsu guy, and I was like, "Oh, wicked!" Like my first year set, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they come back. I email the guy. And he's like, "I'm a rugby coach. <laughs> I just do jujitsu like for a laugh with a couple of friends." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I'm in Aylesford." I'm like, "I ain't getting Aylesford." Yeah, yeah. So I emailed my other, like lecturers, and I'm like, "Look, I can't do that." And like last minute thing, I get put into football. Oh, really? Which is like, <laughs> so now my mind's you like, know football." Uh, I am like, I played for like 15 years, but yeah. you know, when I'm trying to focus on MMA and jujitsu and this stuff, I wanted to kind of in, in the reason I went to uni. Want to interlink my studies with the training, yeah, like make it happy harmony, like. mm, yeah, of course. But then I'm like, now I'm concentrating on like football stuff, and I'm like, it kind of took my Did mind. The, would that help though? Like, do you, do you the coaching, do you, do you ever feel like you're doing too, you did too much? Like, if you're going to uni and doing MMA, talking about it, like doing all that, if you were yeah. more MMA based, and then you're training in the evenings, and mm. like, there's no, there's no bat, like, you're, you're no balance, you're just all full, 
one way. So yeah. I mean, do you, do you think do you ever feel that? Do you feel like you get you get burnt out at yeah, all? Definitely sometimes. Yeah. Definitely sometimes. It comes in stages. I feel. I feel like uh, surf is a bombardment of like um, like comps. Like recently, I did like three comps in a month or something, or two mm. comps in like a week, two weeks. That can be. Because it's like you never switch off. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then when there's other, t- then there's other times where I'll make sure I give myself like a two months off or a month off, and I'm just yeah, just more relaxed, trying to have a fun, like experience, like playing of my game, stuff like that. So that helps. But yeah, it, I guess yeah, it was a bit of a nice break. But again, it was the I was having to get trains places and then there's traveling and yeah, definitely you're missing sessions and I'm like like weak, but. Do you know what? It, I did learn a lot from the coaches. They were really nice guys, local guys. Kids were great, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, it really made me realise I do want to coach, you know, yeah. especially coach through kids as That's well. That's cool. That so gives you a little bit of an insight, yeah, I guess, into definitely. it and stuff like that, which isn't all it's good and bad. Yeah, looking forward to that. So how's um how's being viewed as a MMA guy at uni? Do you get any funny funny uh, looks or people saying weird stuff to you? Because I know. You get a couple of guys from uni, they go to Silverbacks now? Yeah, they go to Silverbacks, yeah. How many, how many guys? Uh, got are, are they just, are they just from, from you? Like, you uh, go down? I brought um, Brad, mm. my friend Brad. He's going to love that. I've just mentioned his name. Yeah, no Brad. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Twiggles. Um, and then there was Marcus, Judo Black Belt. Yeah. He actually came to the old oh, gym. Yeah. He comes to the old gym. Oh, and really? He, he had just moved here, I think. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm going to be doing so-and-so at uni and it's actually he's in a lot of the same lectures as me oh, so I've got to okay. talk to him there and he, he's trained regularly now and he's got a couple of stripes so it's good to see him there yeah yeah well, I've got a lot of Kent uni guys as well mm. but yeah uni life <laughs> people talk yeah like, it spreads like wildfire like it's, it's I guess well, it's in what way uh, <laughs> I guess it's the same in like streets you're like a community of, yeah like, it's, and everyone it's knows not everyone. a massive uni yeah uh, and then obviously with my scholarship, people know about that. Uh, I'm a bit, uh, I'm really active on social media. I'm quite social. Like I go on nights out. I'm quite chatty. Um, mm. But people like, uh, what was I the other day? I think I went out for a night the other night. I was just walking down a set of stairs. Someone was walking upstairs, catch me in the back. It's like you're the cage fighter. <laughs> I'm like, I literally was like. Such such a terrible term. Yeah, well, being was a cage, cage fighter. fighter. I, was like, I don't fight cages. I fight uh, people, mate. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, I was like, how do you know that? And he was like, oh, we used to like, do a bit of boxing or something because I did a lot of boxing at the year. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but then other people are just like, I know again, like when I'm fresh, is like, you're the MMA guy. Yeah. And they're like, from a dream. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one, the key one that killed me. This one's particularly when I go back home to Ashford. Um, I get this a lot recently. They're like, "Oh, if I get in trouble, you'll sort me out." What you mean? They're like nudging you. You're like, "No, no, I don't want to like, fight." Like, 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 yeah, I'm sure like, having a laugh, like, get yourself in trouble, get yourself out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, when people I show you, but you know, I'm a dick in the day. Yeah. Like, people go out starting fights, or and then they get my name involved. I'm like, then I'm caught up in something I didn't have anything involved in. Like someone the other day. It was like, um, he was like, oh yeah, someone started me the other day. It was someone I knew quite well, and he was like, and someone so the kid was like, yeah, I'll get Ryan Mayers on you. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, you're at school. Yeah, and I was like, I don't have a clue who this kid is. And like, like you know, get me in trouble. Mm. You know, he was like, I don't know, but like, 
yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be no. sort of given that name, do you? No. Like being that person, it's not, not, no, not and like you say, it's like schoolyard stuff. It's immature. I'm just like really, like just the bullshit, stupid. I mean, but yeah, it gets a lot of like, oh, we'll come train, we'll come train. Oh, really? Especially at uni, like yeah, I want to try. So I'm trying to set up the uh, the uni MMA team. Yeah, because there was one up, up the other uni, wasn't Kent, there? Yeah, still going. Is it? Yeah, so Aaron Soto and um, Jack. Guy that blue belt, yeah. He's really cool guy. So, man, we've got varsity, which is like the, the uni versus uni thing set up oh, already. Cool. So, I'm just waiting to get the nod and get my like committee or whatever it is sorted and hopefully get that one. But again, it's yeah. just more stuff to do, yeah, man. You don't really be <laughs> no. doing too much, in my it's not my ideal. So, you, that was your obviously we spoke about your last fight, mm-hmm. that your last one where you had the one. No, that was, those two were my last ones ever last year. Yeah, yeah. My, most recent. And you got another one coming up. Mm. Uh, September 4th at Atta La Winda. That was that? It's uh, in Oxford. Okay, it's not yeah, too far from here. Not too far away. It's only about half an hour. Mm. So that'd be nice. I was meant to fight in there show a couple of times now. And it's yeah. Just like pull-outs or, you know, me having to pull out because of stuff. So yeah. It's, like, it's pain, but that's what all most of last year was, was like pull-outs or me having to pull out. Mm. And a nightmare, so it'd be nice just to get in end of the year, get a few like get, get more cage time. That's the end of the day, that's what I want to do. Amateur, yeah, too many amateurs, just, just get in there and just yeah, get fighting and get experience. Get yeah, definitely. Time. I, think you, I think you need to. Oh, yeah, yeah it all helps, and you'll find out when you get in there. Yeah, exactly. You learn from each each time you step into the cage, I guess. Definitely. Same thing with jiu jitsu. Oh, definitely. So, you fine? Uh, I haven't. I don't actually know the name. No. Or, no. So no when, when do you find out? Do they tell you or? Ask me. What happened? Um, probably no. Probably um, next week or so. Yeah. But I know I'm matched. So oh, cool. okay. So, uh, it's just about chase, me chasing it up. But I get quite. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not nice. time, haven't you? To yeah. Prepare. Prepare, so. Do you ever look the guys up? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I don't do it as much anymore. Because it, it does play in the head and that. Yeah. But, um, you know, you get a bit of either false sense of confidence or you're overconfident with it. So I was just mm-hmm. kind of trying to stay away from that. Yeah, I mean, I think if, it, I mean, amateur as well, it's, you know, it's, it's just amateur. So yeah. it's not too bad. I mean, when it gets to pro, you want to be studying them. Yeah. More. yeah depends, how, depends how much you want to like, take it. Mm. I've, I've had guys like in jiu-jitsu comps messaging me, like, <laughs> kind of thing from Facebook, like, liking my, like, pictures and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, and I'll, and I'll just look through the bracket and you, know, you just see, like, names. names. And then I'd be, like, on Facebook and then someone would, like, like a photo yeah, of yeah. me, like, training or something. And then I'd be, like, I'm not, I'm not. So they like, <laughs> they go and find you and it's a yeah. I think it. I think you overthink it too much. Yeah. Especially, like, in Jiu-Jitsu, it's, it's cool, like, you know, so many comps about, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's not too bad. No. One, one guy I did look up for Jiu-Jitsu or Jiu-Jitsu comp, I was, like, I looked him up, I was, like, I'm going to smash him. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> he looked like he's not he's not as good as mm. me. He beat me. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing that again. Like exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be over overthinking it or underthinking it and under under preparing, thinking that you can just roll through everyone. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, you, right. got, you got to treat everyone sort of the same, I guess. Hundred percent. Well, how you uh, how's your preparation going to be for this fight, and what are you planning on doing? Um. Uh, pretty much. I'm basically in gym all the time so yeah. uh maybe the intensity will probably get a bit better like higher yeah um probably more a lot more well 
be quite technical if it is, mm. but you know, it's just more specific to me probably. Not the whole classes, but like the coach would probably be like, "Get the fuck in." Uh, probably two weeks out, but I do do it quite regularly because yeah. I think gear helps you know these so much. Mm. So I, I would know. I don't like to shut that away too much. How many classes do you do a week? Uh, How many times you train? Train. So four or five days a week, mm-hmm. um, um, two of them are two classes a night. So yeah, you do double then again. Yeah, so on a Monday we'll do jiu-jitsu and then MMA, yeah. which can be tiring, especially start of the week. Then the next day it's just gi mm-hmm. uh, for two hours. Wednesday's kind of my day off, but when I go uh, more back into uni, I'll be starting during the daytime, I'll be doing more of my weights. Okay. Do you do a bit of strength conditioning and stuff? Yeah. What sort of stuff do you do? Um, I like my plyometrics. Yeah. Uh, I try to do compounds as best I can, especially my legs. Yeah. And my, like, uh, my core. Um, uh, I, I did that. I do it quite a lot. Where do, you, where do you like, How what do you do? Like, how do you sort of, have you got like a program or someone tell you what to do or you, you read, read men's I'm, health? Or... I'm, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I'll just watch. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's risky because everyone's different, but I'll kind of look up fighters. Okay. My weight class. Yeah. Similar size and build. Well, and, UFC fighters. Yeah. yeah. So I, I look at a lot like Carlos Condit, mm-hmm. Ron McDonald. Yeah. Uh, and I just see kind of the kind of stuff they're doing. I don't have to do specifically what they're doing. Yeah. I listen to their strength conditioning coaches and uh, videos and stuff like that. Um, so just try and take it in that way. To try and try it. Yeah. See what works for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of explosive stuff. Um, well, like box jumps and things. Yeah. Okay. Um, so further out the fight, I'll do more strength. So like my like power stuff. Yeah. And then what sort of stuff? <laughs> beds. Yeah. Uh, bench. Yeah. Um, squats, and then like leg prayer, like yeah. quite basic stuff. And then as it comes close to the fight, I'll do more endurance stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of body weight stuff, like pull ups. Yeah. Um, uh, stability. I I really rate balance and stability stuff and plyometrics okay. and stuff like that. So just get everything ticking, kind of in an order. But I think this year particularly, I'm gonna start planning it a bit better. Yeah, I mean, it must be quite tough anyway because you're fighting at a particular weight. You don't want to put on too much yeah, size. Yeah, you don't want too much size. You've got to try and keep your, keep your strength. Mm. So what weight do you normally walk around at? Uh, probably about 82, 83 now. Okay. Mm. But I've, since the last fight, I've put on a bit more muscle mass because of the training and stuff I've been doing. Yeah. So I've filled out a bit more, so it's the natural kind of density. So, it's yeah, so how, I'll tell everyone, how old, how old are you? I'm 20. 20. Okay, so you're 20, 20, sorry. <laughs> so you're still pretty young. Yeah. Uh, you still got a lot of growing to do. Um, so I'm sure after a while you're going to, you know, fill out a bit more. Hopefully. I mean, your brother's quite a lot, quite a large guy. Yeah. Well. I mean, g- genetically. Genetically, we're not too bad. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got, you're got pretty similar sort of build as well. Yeah. A bit similar to uh, Gus and his uh, yeah, brother's. Freaks, People don't talk about genetics, like. Um, Enough. But yeah, but you, you see. When you see like brothers yeah. and they look like yeah. you, you look at them mm-hmm. and they're just like beasts. Yeah, they're just like beasts. Like, Three of them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. all like like six two, six yeah. one, just built, jacked, shredded, yeah. and you're like, wow. Yeah, they've got some serious genetics in that family. One of them was like seventeen, eighteen. Mm. He's young kid, man. He was, He's like, big, yeah. Strong as well, like mm. rolling. <laughs> yeah, just grip you down and just mm. grab you, and it's just um. 
Bangers in the start, man. Yeah, definitely. That's good to have people at your gym like that anyway. Oh, yeah, man. Like, good to get get some roles in with them. Yeah, like, especially. You've always built that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Well deserved. Yeah. Me, Rafa, Angus at the time. Oh, Rafa? Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't realise. Sneaky Spaniard. Yeah. <laughs> really cool guard, man, as well. Really dangerous guard. Yeah, right? we, we um, when I started back up after I might have blew my knee out, yeah. um, we sort of started at the same time. So yeah. we kind of had that transition yeah, yeah. up. So that was cool. He's a really nice guy, man. Yeah, definitely. So you uh you know, you got got this fight coming up and mm-hmm. you're doing like you plan your own nutrition and you do it all yourself. Is there anyone helping you? Like do you feel you get is there any like people at uni you can ask and stuff like that? Uh, basically well, I use a lot of the information from like McGinn Soto is very good for stuff like that as well. Yeah, Aaron, Atwood, Aaron like, Atwood particularly as well for weight cutting mm-hmm. as well. McGinty's like uh McGinty's deceivingly like if you don't know McGinty, man, that guy loves chocolate and like, <laughs> ice cream and like stuff like that. Like he's lactose intolerant, mate, and he would just eat a truck of ice cream. Like he's really so I funny. Did. And he um but like the knowledge and stuff he has is there. Yeah. It's unparalleled. So but um next year one of my modules I'm actually studying is nutrition. Oh cool. So that'll really again it help you out. Hope as, as long as uh, it's not all bullshit. Yeah, right. I mean, some of the stuff some of the stuff you read is uh didn't take them too late. Yeah. You know, I have my own little views on nutrition yeah, and the way, the way it goes, but uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> the things they teach you and the stuff they tell you, it's not always no, true. It's true. Man. Yeah, and we got, got my, I mean, and, and as well, no one ever, like you said about genetics, no one ever really sort of built into that. Like, no one, you know, you can have a completely different sort of genetic than someone else, like genetics yeah. than someone else. Like, don't be like, oh, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, but then your body type is like, so, so much different. You should, right. might be able to have to consume more calories. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can run on a lot less calories than a lot of people, I think, just because mm. of the way my body type is. Yeah, yeah. But some people, you know, you get the people like, um, just eat a lot and yeah. just don't get fat. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah. literally just eat. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're, you're like, what the fuck are you <laughs> And they just, they just stay like, lean yeah. all the time, and skinny. And I'm like the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I like, have like something little and I'm just like, yeah. like I'm feeling out Same straight away. Like, um, oh, yeah, we're all right. Metabolisms. It's interesting. I love, I'm really fascinated. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm like, I can lose weight quite easily, yeah. but I can put it on quite easy as well. Yeah, I've, I've, I've learned to just sort of do it. So we use my body as an experiment. Yeah. You know, and eat different, change my diets, mm. change how much I'm eating, and yeah. when I'm eating, and see how your body reacts to it. And you can kind of adjust it then. And yeah, yeah. Just all, I mean, I'm, I'm always fine tuning yeah, how yeah. much how much I'm eating. Even even now, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I'm ever going to be at that perfect <laughs> point. I mean, I'm never going to be that lean guy, but I'm never going to be yeah as well um like i do really excuse me um, i'm really interested as well by like the because when i do cut weight i do practically almost go vegetarian yeah uh maybe like a couple of chicken breasts and stuff but Mm. i I will talk to like antonio yeah melandro at the gym you know they both vegan now yeah, I know. I know Melandro is, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Antonio, which, yeah he, I think he's gone vegan now. Okay. I think it's not he's vegetarian. Yeah, because uh, I talked to them just for ideas of meals, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. Like, they, they, they I mean, you eat vegetables. Just, yeah. like, like ultimately, that's like such a. I mean, people. Now. Yeah, well, people. People say like about like paleo and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not fucking caving anymore <laughs> anyway. You know, and you don't know. You don't know how well they reacted to all them foods, but. I think if you're you're getting it out of the ground, it can't be a bad thing. No. 
into any fruits and your vegetables and then this is how you want to put in put in other things mm. you know i mean it is it's, it's different when you change i mean yeah. I've, I've been vegan for like a year now and yeah. it was it was totally different changing my diet round because i'm so used to having that yeah. that chicken breast yeah you know rice, rice and <laughs> you, that was like that was like my when i was trying to cut up a little bit it was like and I'm a chicken breast, I'll have my rice, and I'm a broccoli. And that yeah. was like the meal. And that's yeah. the meal that you see the bodybuilders, yeah. eat, bodybuilders eating, and you would just, you, that's what you think you have to do. Yes. But the problem is, is a lot of these guys are just on steroids anyway, mm. you know, so it's, I mean, regardless, you can you can be a vegan, you can be on steroids, you can be fucking massive. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's not the nutrition that's helping you, it's just the fact that you're, what you're injecting into yourself. Mm. So, I mean, you can... You can survive and you can be a certain size, just how you want to treat, but how yeah, yeah. particularly you want to be on it. Mm. You know, a hundred percent. I mean, if you get get a bad rap, but you can just. I mean, that's the thing I'd say: just be with your vegetables. On. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's, it's when I was uh, yeah, like fights, like vegetables would be. You know, when you're eating, sometimes it's like. Right. Especially, yeah, I see. I see you post it out sometimes. Yeah, man. Like, I know some, that looks grim. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like um, broccoli. I was like. After no, that one McAdam really fight, I'm not really I was like, broccoli. so then I mix it up with like green beans yeah. or spinach, sweet corn, yeah, sweet corn, like the little corn, yeah, little little corn cobs, yeah. carrot, you know, uh, we, I went for a stage where I was just loving avocado, mm. yeah, <laughs> like, this is so, good fats in there, it's good fats, it's just easy to eat, you can put it much, like, I loved it with a bit of, I was like, I was eating eggs, like, spinach, bagel, avocado yeah. toast, yeah, I, when I transitioned to vegetarian, I, Compensated a lot instead of having chicken, I'll have egg yeah. instead. Mm. Um, just egg whites. Egg so, whites, not yeah. bad. You get fatty yolks, man. Yeah, it's not good for your cholesterol. No. Um, do you take any supplements and stuff? Yeah, um, you know, I've been bad recently. I went. So I'll, I'll take. Um, typical. I mean, protein, not yeah. any others. No. Nah. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> <laughs> no, I take. Um, take. I hate that term. Oh, I'll take protein shakes. <laughs> drink protein yeah. shakes. Uh, but I use a Matrix, the vanilla, just okay. standard whey protein. Really tasty, man. Yeah. I, like, I like that stuff. Um, Head up before you, like before, after, or how do you take it? Just yeah. after, but one shake a day. Yeah, it should be like three, shouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, it shouldn't be anything. It's how, <laughs> how your body is, mate. I'm, I'm again, like, like I mean, I'm, I'm finding a structure with my nutrition. And I'm yeah, gonna find a better structure with my supplements. Just recently started. Uh, if, if you can eat, if you can eat it, yeah. it's better. Mm. You know, you shouldn't have to. Supplement in any way? No, yeah. like I, sometimes I put more like really, like the protein powder on porridge. Yeah, no, that's like really that. cool, man. Really yeah, nice if you way. if you if you like um if you cook it up like cook up the porridge first, yeah, you just, you just chuck, chuck it in. Mm. Or um, I've been doing it again. Another thing I'm doing is I've been doing stuff with smoothies. Um, yeah. and chucking coconut milk in with um like some protein and then chucking oats into the smoothie. And then just smooth it, like mm. blend it up, and it comes out like a thick, like smoothie mm. blend. And it's, right, right. Man. No, it's, it's just like a breakfast bowl. Yeah. Just eat it, put some fruit in it. Mm. And it's awesome. It's um, you know, I wanted to help out, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I love nutrition anyway, yeah. so I've got, I've got good people around like mm. you for that. It's always helpful. Um, I do multivitamins. Multivitamins I find really helpful. Yeah, like, especially when I'm tired and stuff. How how tired do you feel? Do you feel it? I mean, because you're pretty young still. So mm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm old, I'm a lot older than you, mm. and I I train quite a lot as well. So mm. how do you feel it affects you? Uh, I mean, you stay up a lot later than me. I stay up because <laughs> um, I see I see all your stuff you're <laughs> playing on games. The biggest, and shit. Kick, <laughs> big, the biggest kick in the teeth was like 
year and a half ago, I got Pans of Fever, mm. where when I was doing my transitions from... I think I remember that, actually, mm. you getting it, because I, I had a really bad, like, I got it, like, I don't think I get it that bad, but I got, like, it, it kind of started yeah, sweating up a little bit, yeah, like, I, was, uh, I felt ill for a while. It was a time where I was, some of the days, this is when I first started going to Silverback, mm. so I was working a full, I had a full-time, like, gardening job, so I was working, like, eight in the morning till five at night, yeah. or four at night, in the afternoon, uh, and then... On my training days, which was like a Tuesday and a Friday at the time, I'd go straight from work, quick shower, quick small something to eat. It wasn't enough. I'd get two trains and walk some. Yeah. And I've been walking around miles all day, like mowing grass and dragging these bags. This is a workout in itself. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Drain my body there. Uh, I haven't got best sleeping patterns anyway, yeah. so I'm like up late. I guess that's uni life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. But even back when I was younger, I was fucking insomniac. Like when I was at school, I slept at five in the morning, then I'd go for a morning run, yeah. and then go to school, and then I'd have a nap when I get from school, then train. Yeah. But, um, well, I don't know. I've glands of fever, yeah. So I was doing that, and then on the days where I wasn't training, I was finishing a full day at, job, uh, at work, and then I was going to my retail job. Oh, okay. So like six till ten. How come you were working so much? I needed the money, man. Yeah. I was like providing for, uh, money for my family, my mum struggles and stuff, bills and stuff. Oh, right. Uh, so I was like, I was helping out there. Yeah. So I was working two jobs, training, and I wasn't looking after myself. I wasn't eating great. Yeah. I wasn't sleep. I wasn't resting enough. So I was having like, and then I was working on weekend. Yeah. Two to ten shifts. Have you read that Forrest um, Griffin book? Yeah. Yeah. He talks about overtraining. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. Got fight. Yeah. I I was really, I I enjoyed that book. Like I read it, and I remember him him talking about overtraining, Mm. and I was like, I kind of, sometimes I feel like that sort of shit. You know, I've I've been in that sort of situation, Mm. and without with him telling me like. About it, I, yeah. I took it on. I was like, actually, yeah, that's probably me. That was like the biggest life lesson I've ever had. Like, <laughs> one of the biggest life lessons. Because, yeah, like my neck was swelling up. Like, literally, I'd stand up, I'd be exhausted, I'd have to sleep. Really? I'd just stand up, walk into the kitchen, I couldn't do it. Like, I'd have to crawl, or like, I, you weren't hungry. You literally, you, you, you so know, crawling into the kitchen. Just, like, <laughs> just, and I was like, my, like, my neck was out here. Like, yeah. I just couldn't breathe, so I couldn't eat. And they were like, I had to go to the hospital, and I was oh, in okay. hospital for like three days. Like steroids yeah. up, like fucking hell. Making my neck swell down so I could actually eat. I was only eating like rice pudding. Ah, oh, fair. And then I battle. It stays with you apparently for like your life or what? a long part of it. Okay. Like, like small parts of it anyway, like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, apparently you never fully recover, but that was danger. Like, um, you can be wiped off like a full year. So I was away for like, yeah. I think I counted, I was away from the mats for seven weeks. <laughs> I uh, jumped straight into a fight camp for the Ron McCallum fight. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I was, I was all right. It was like it was rough patches because River O'Callaghan, yeah, he had it as well, and he was ah, telling me all this stuff. Okay. Like he had some, he missed like a year of uni of it mm-hmm. because it, it can wipe you off for a whole year. I had a kid at school who like disappeared for like a year. You know, like, what is he? Is he alive? Is he alright? Yeah, yeah. He, he said he had glands of fever. Man, that's crazy. So, so now if I'm tired. I want to, I'm, yeah, like, I'm tired. Just, just take if people off. are like, oh, you're a teenager, you're being lazy. I'm like. You don't know my body. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know how you feel, and you can you can gauge it. I mean, yeah. you have to take a day off and feel better about it the next yeah. day. You don't want to sh- struggle through. Mm-hmm. Do you have any rest days then? Um, yeah. So now we rest. I rest on a Wednesday. Um, it's really weird actually having the evenings free. Yeah. Ever since I was like sixteen, <laughs> my evenings have been taken up. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. So when I've had the evening off, I get bored. I'm like. <laughs> I sat around like, what I do? Ex girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure trying not to hear that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 
<laughs> but yeah, stuff like that, man. So, yeah, yeah rest. It's all good. But the weekend as well. Because there's, no, there's no classes, is there? I say we're back. No, no, no. Generally strength and conditioning or do you not um, gym on, is there a gym on campus? There is a gym on campus. Yeah, I get that for free with the oh, Scottish cool, football. So awesome. I do tend to go there. So it's like, I don't, again, I don't have set days in the gym if I like, for like every two days. Do you do like any active recovery? Because obviously it's like trying to put that in instead of like, on my days off, instead of just sitting around fucking doing fuck all. Yeah. I try and um, just sort of have a walk or yeah, do yeah. something else. I, so, I, I mean, I'd love to, but I want to start swimming and yeah, do yeah. Like, like yoga mm. as well. I, like, I do like going for walks if I can clear the head as well. Yeah. So always, I do a lot of stuff with uh, my with kind of recovery or my kind of zen state. Yeah. Like when I'm at my most like relaxed, I've done this ever since I was a kid. Like I'll I'll go lay in bed with my headphones in. Yeah. Uh, I won't sleep. I'll just shut my eyes, and then to the music, I'll make like scenarios in my head to the music. What are you listening to? All things like well, all like, genres, like, well, like like Link. If I want to smash someone up, it'd be Linkin Park, really? <laughs> or, something like that. or like uh, I can just do anything, like yeah, Bullet for Valentine. Okay, yeah, that's on. Yeah, and then I can go indie, like before and just yeah. chill out. Uh, dance music, particularly. What sort of stuff do you visualize? Um, it can be like um, a lot of fighting stuff. Yeah, what like because I, I I get that sometimes as well. I'll come back from training, I'll be laying in bed, and I'll be thinking about yeah. them. I'll be like, you know, I was like, oh, shit, did I get? I should have got that unhook. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's something little, but just I'll be thinking about it and I'll be visualizing the, what I've been sparring mm. and yeah. just thinking about what's going on yeah. and just trying to think about. It. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's, it probably seems weird to normal people, yeah, but yeah, but I remember thinking about stuff like that. It just plays with you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. The little things, the little things, definitely. And I think it helps you learn. Yeah, There's a John Kavanagh quote. I think he said. Uh, People who tend to be thinking about it more get better quicker. Yeah. With something along those lines. And I was like, I guess so. Because again, I used to stay up when I was in school. I, I'd like, I'd sneak downstairs. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Sneak downstairs. Like the old WECs on like ESPN. Oh, really? Awesome. Or, or uh, like one of the old sporting channels. And I'd like watch all the old WECs, like Dominic Cruz, yeah. Gerard Faber, Joe Zaheldo. I'd sit there next to me, nice four in the morning. Jesus. And I'm like, Writing stuff down like shadow boxing, yeah. and, and I'm like, I've got school in two hours, like, and I've got to school tired. Yeah, I bet. And I'm like, and then as I got more into my training and was thinking more about my training, my schoolwork would go, yeah, I was thinking more about a technique that I wanted to do in the, mm. the class rather than like this, whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It was, but yeah, I wouldn't change it. <laughs> no, of course not, man. If you enjoy it, you've got to, you know, pursue it. Yeah, I always get. Criticised for that attitude as well, for um, wanting. So <laughs> the reason I wanted to go to uni. When you start, when you start uh, sentence, you laugh before it. Like, yeah. like here we go, sort of thing. Um, I get digged quite a lot actually by my girlfriend, like my friends and stuff, because uh, of uh, like I wanted to go to uni because after doing the two jobs and running myself away, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to do that, and like a lot of people settle. For like something they kind of don't want to do. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm going to pursue uni. I'm going to chase the scholarship. I'm going to do what I'm going to train. I'm going to do everything I can to interlink it. Were you the first person? Did you say? I swear you're saying about the person doing an MMA scholarship. I think so. In the country. Yeah, I That's think I'm cool. one of the first guys in the UK, if not the first, to get yeah BJJ slash MMA. Yeah, yeah so so to interrupt you, right? Okay, That's cool. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
that you're yeah, so doing it and stuff. I wanted to interlink a career with my hobby. Yeah. I wanted to do something I love, no matter mm-hmm. what. Like, if I'm skin or for uni, I don't care. As long as the end of the day, uh, I use the scholarship well enough to build me up so I can hopefully by the end of the uni go full time. Yeah. You know, help out at the gym with coaching. Like, I want to be involved in MMA and something makes me happy. Yeah. Or coaching. Like, yeah. So I want to do something I love. And I think a lot of people, they settle for something I don't want to do or they don't have an interest in. Yeah, and uh, one sentence that kills me, which a lot of people probably disagree with, is uh, money's money. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to be happy. Like, we're not alive yeah. long, you know. We, oh, we were, we were talking about it before we, uh, before we came on, like, yeah. about, you know, how much more you could do if you had money. Yeah. And, then, you, like, know, and you, you, you said even then, like, you know, you could, you could probably do this, you could do that if you had a bit more money. Yeah. But then sometimes it's, it's not not always the best thing no. for yourself. No. Um, you know, but it is nice. Mm. But I think everyone struggles. Yeah. Everyone has debts, but if I'm struggling in debt, but I'm doing something that makes me happy. I don't know. I know rich people who aren't that happy. Yeah, exactly. You right. know, and you can you can have you can have a lot. And, yeah. Everything. You know, it's mate. I, I think that's what I, I love so much about like, the jujitsu lifestyle. Yeah. Is you feel more like put it away from them, but mm. you know you feel more just better about everything. Yeah. You know, you train. The attitude. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you feel more content with everything. Mm-hmm. I think if you start um. I think you worry too much about the other thing. I saw like the cyborg, like quote on like a video, and he mm. was like, "Doesn't matter how much money you've got, like yeah. as soon as you step on them lads, you're getting chosen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it's true, man. It doesn't mm. matter. You can be the biggest Billy, you know, Billy bullshit. Up. <laughs> step on there, it doesn't matter. Mate. Doesn't matter. You, yeah, you, you get humbled. Yeah. Like anyone else? That's like, I think that's gonna. It's probably see. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's the best mentality. That's gonna make you successful. And other times I'm like. Could be naivety in youth. Yeah. How much? So. How much do you uh, look up to Conor McGregor then? Because something about mentality and this is what it's going to be like. Because um, obviously he's 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 out there, he's uh, you know. Out, and yeah. he, he, I can imagine there's a lot of guys wanting to be MMA fighters, looking up to him, mm. wanting to be like him. Mm. But do you feel like that's something? Do you do you ever take that, or do um, you feel like you want to be your own person? I read a. Uh, you write a favor book, yeah. uh, Laws of the Ring. Okay. And after I read that, I was like, my mentality is it. And uh, the main thing I learned from it, and I've, I've lived by it ever since, and I read that book like two, two years ago, mm. is like, never be envious or jealous of any man. Yeah. So, uh, McGregor's doing great. Like, he's doing wicked things for the sport, but that's his journey. Mm. You know, I, I've got my own journey. I can do different things to him, you know, whether they're big or better or not, but. You know, I can, I've got the opportunity to do my own thing, be yeah. my own person, my own character. So I was like, you know, wherever he has all the money and like the yeah, I mean, he does. He does obviously. He likes to flaunt it. Yeah, yeah he's very money orientated, yeah. which is it's just fine. That's fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, mentally though, he's, mentally. he's very strong. He's, I think he said something about I, I think I saw it today actually. But it's very you, you can't beat a guy who never gives up sort yeah. of thing or something like that. You know, and I think. I saw um, a breakdown as well um, of one of his fights, and Dennis Siva double legs him. Yeah. And puts him, tries to put him down, but he pushes him. Up. Yeah. And he doesn't let his hip, hips touch the floor. And he, you know, he pushes him away and gets back up onto his feet and doesn't stop. I think sometimes if you if you accept the takedown, yeah, you've lost it. Yeah. You know, you need to fight them the whole way through. Mm. You know, and just continually stop. I mean, 
because as soon as you get put on your back and you're in that horrible, I mean, yeah. I've had it in, I've had it before in comps as well. Is that you're putting side control, you're lifting up. Yeah. You, you mentally, you start thinking fuck. Yeah. You know, oh, and as soon as you get out, I'm out you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're on your, you mentally, you're on the back foot, aren't you? Mm. And I, I mean, he obviously got his head punched in, yeah. and then Rene got choked by Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, show, that yeah, we show, showed how human he was. I mean, mm-hmm. he likes to. I mean, he, he's a lot. He's big at where at one four five, and mm. when he comes in, and I mean, what do you what do you think about the next fight? What do you reckon's going to happen? Because I, I mean, I think pretty much everyone's looking forward to it. Uh, just to, I think I don't know about if everyone's looking forward to the fight, but everyone just wants to know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, they like, know the they, outcome. Yeah, like how is he going to do mm. it? Like, because I mean, they're two characters, but mm. it's like this going to be fucking. Men- I mean, there's not many fight. I mean, I can't stay up because of work. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm tired. I watch mm. them all the next day. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, um, that's one of the only fights I can want to stay up for <laughs> and see what the fuck's going to happen because it's just going to be like it's just it's mm. bigger than UFC 200 yeah, I mean, UFC 200 is stacked like. it was a good card yeah. like, don't get me wrong but it, I mean that you want to see Conor McGregor fight you know that is the big fight yeah. regardless he's you know mainstream maybe not because Brock's like WWE got all that background but when it comes to people who are interested in MMA they want to see him yeah and you want to see especially you just want to see how he's going to do it that mm. way because he's been he's been um, you know he's been active and then yeah. fought a lot of people and then got beat and then if he loses again what the fuck happens you know, Scary, go back yeah. down to 145 145 mm. I mean now they've just beat Edgar Fraser well mm. um, I see I... I'd like to see that rematch Oh yeah, I'd like that. yeah. Because I mean, everyone always say like, I mean, you got to punch his chance. You get lucky and hit him. Mm. You know what? What will happen if Aldo can not? If he, he can stay out of range, you know, and just yeah, not yeah. be stupid and rush in. Because mm. he, I mean, he he'll look back at that and think I shouldn't have done done that. Mm. You know, but I think McGregor always starts so aggressively. He comes out with a spinning back kick or yeah. something, and it, it just throws put, mind. It put you back, money, and then if you um. I think he wanted to come out with that mentality, come out and push McGregor back, but mm. he just got caught. Oh, he just got fucking starched. Like, um, yeah, I, I see. Oh man, the Nick Diaz. The, yeah, the Nick Diaz McGregor fight is hard to call. Um, I mean, I don't think he can knock him out though. I, I, I think his chin is too good. Yeah, Diaz is a tough kid. Man. Yeah, like, um, I think he's just got too. I think his chin is just too. I good. think his mentality might be not better than McGregor's, but. It's, but he give a shit. he's just high up there man like he's done that all his life you know what mm. I mean um, but I'd, I'd say I think McGregor does Aldo again in the rematch yeah if they do but if, they, if he does go out I mean, I'd like to see it a I, bit longer I think he's going to get beaten by Diaz again I, I think he's going to go I mean he, he tried to fight a certain way and mm. because he's got power at 145 he can knock guys out but when you come to the guys who are bigger mm-hmm. and you're trying to knock them out again it doesn't transition over as well no. Um, I mean, he he hit Diaz with some clean shots as well. Mm. Diaz just kept on coming, and it, he's not going to want to take him down. He's literally going to have to knock him out on yeah. his feet. Um, but when have you seen that with any of the Diaz's? Really, yeah, man, I think right. I think Paul Daly with Nick Diaz. Like, that was, did, did that you watch like, that one? Of my favorite round. Uh, I've been watching that. I actually watched that, and I was just going, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Like, I mean, that's the only time I've really seen like Nick. Nick Diaz like uh-huh. like yeah in trouble like mm-hmm. he put him on his face like with one punch and then he just made some silly choices and mm-hmm. didn't finish the fight but mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna go out then that was amazing yeah I still watch that you just like... don't knock the Diaz brothers out no. do you they just, they just... Yeah. I mean Donald Cerrone beat um, Nate I think he beat him with like a head
head kick or something like that. That was a while ago. Uh, Josh Thompson, that was. Was it? Yeah, I think Nate's beat Sorony quite a lot. Did like, he? Twice now, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was uh, Josh Thompson. That was, was the it? first guy to well, take over. Yeah, it was a fan. Obviously, got Daily fighting Bevisor tonight. Yeah. Which is going to be. He's got Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima's a stud. Yeah. Daily's got punches. Stutter. Punches, <laughs> punches chance. Yeah, my guy is Daily's weird as well because he just. Um, yeah, he knocks people out, but he doesn't connect. If he can't knock someone out, he, he almost looks lost mm. in the fight. Like he, I've seen him against some of the guys, he's not knocked them out, and he's just punching the head. I mean, he win, win unanimous, maybe. Mm. Or, a decision. I know he fought someone in a, who was that? I think it was a Bellator, one of his first fights, and he tried to knock some guy out, and he just couldn't. It was some Japanese dude, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the guy's name either. But he was just the, the guy that had like a head of granite, yeah. and just taking shots yeah. after shots, and just wouldn't go go down. But um, I know yeah. it would be interesting to see how Daly gets on, Definitely. and um, Michael Venom Page as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's fighting Cyborg. I I think I mean. I think Cyborg's gonna fucking maul him. Do you reckon? Ah. Well, I don't know. Cyborg was good back in the Strike Force days, mm. but I don't know how he's gonna be now. It's a long time. How old he is now? Uh, yeah. And he's been pinged in the chin a bit, I mean, over the years. Um, Michael's a uh, he's different man. Like, he's again, he's he's one of these like potential superstars. Like, because people just like different. Yeah. You know, they like. Well, I, I think he's just not been. He's not. It's it's almost like you want to see him because you want to see how he will react in certain positions yeah, yeah, yeah. when he gets put like you know it's like well, we can stri- we know he can strike yeah you know and you know he can knock people out but how's he going to be when he gets wrestled or how's he going to be when I mean no doubt he's working on it because he knows full well he's going to have to fight someone like yeah, that he fight one one fifty five or one seventy he's one seventy did you see him hit the uh, he hit a nice like little. Dirty foot lock yeah, in yeah, his last fight. Yeah, it was almost like the Estimia foot lock, yeah. like little toe holds. Little thing, toe yeah. hold thing. I was like, oh. Yeah, no one expected that. No one, even, no one even saw it oh. coming either. And he was like, and he was like, I think he taunted the guy a bit at the end. <laughs> Standard. He's like a karate sort of background. Yeah, I've watched loads of his stuff on YouTube. Went back on his contact like karate days. Yeah. Oh, you watched that bit? Yeah, he's just knocking people out for fun. But uh, especially in his UCLA days as well. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good fight. That's uh, another one I'm looking forward to is CJ Meeks versus Danny Mitchell. English. Yeah. yeah. CJ actually trains out of um, Double K. Okay. Where I do some of my yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. morning sessions. Yeah. Stuff as well. Yeah, with JJ and Atwood. And CJ, I haven't met CJ yet, but he's just won on Warrior Fight Series, actually. What's his background? So he's got, looks like, Thai background. Thai boxing. Um, he's at Titan as well, I believe. Don't hold ah, that, but okay. I think is where's Double K then? Double K is in Bexley. Oh, Kent. Yeah, I don't even know if it was that far. Yeah, so when we go up, it takes like 45 minutes, 50 yeah, minutes yeah. drive, but it's worth it, man. Like, they've helped me so much. Like, unbelievable. More of my confidence, and just mm. like when you fight, it's, it's hard. Like, um, when you spar, it's hard just to stay there and get yeah, used yeah, to being comfortable about when you mm. can hit. Well, then you kind of don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. It's a tie boxing gym, it's one for one kind of thing. And it's, it's helped me so much, and I'm seeing it. My sparring down at SB now, like, without a doubt. So that, that's that's helpful. So with that background, he should be he should okay. But then he's Danny Mitchell's like his jiu jitsu, his BJJ is legit. Yeah, like black belt, 
former well, former well, UFC vet, he's a UFC vet. Yeah, is that's a, that's an interesting. It's like a stylistic mm. striker versus grappler kind of thing. Oh, cool, that would be, that'd be interesting. interesting. Hopefully, that's on the. Oh, I don't know what they're showing, what they're televising. Yeah, um, but it'd be interesting to see if that's on the fight card. Yeah, should I hope so? It should be. Yeah, so Mitch Jones fighting as well, isn't he? Matt Mitch Jones, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's fighting. Oh, I saw the guy's name. I thought well. he was going to be fighting someone else, and they pulled out. But I'm not too sure. To be mm. fair, it's come up really quickly. I know that they've yeah. sold a lot of tickets. They've done two for one on tickets. Was they? Yeah, I was thinking of going up, but um, I that really surprised me. as it's the Senai. Like, yeah. they've got loads of stuff going up there today. The thing is, if you're if you're around all day, I kind of yeah, guess you'll be around till like two in the morning. Stay, in the mo- stay late. I mean, it's not not ideal, but mm. I know uh, Andy said yesterday that they've done two for one on tickets because they haven't sold very many. Wow, it's not. It's come really quickly. Like I've seen it promoted, but I'm, I didn't realize the date of it was no. coming around so quickly. Um, so it wasn't, it was kind of surprising, but fucking nice this weekend. Yeah. That's the thing with fires, especially when you're in camps. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, oh, because, you know, I think Kimbo was going to fight on it. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That was a, a shock. Yeah. Yeah, heart, heart problems, I think it was, or something they said. Yeah, that's because, yeah. That was, man, that's something but Because he failed a drugs test. And um, he failed a drugs test and he got, he would obviously be suspended by, really? yeah, he was going to be suspended in the America, mm. but obviously the different sanctions, sanctions in the UK, yeah, different. so he could come and fight and there was obviously a little thing about that and it was, they were talking about like the drug testing mm. and then he died anyway, so, yeah, so I, I, they gave me to someone else, but I don't know who they gave him. No, I didn't know, uh, was it, was it myself? Nah, I'm not sure, mate, I'm not sure. But we see a lot of uh, a lot of drug testing's been going on. Do you get you don't get drug tested for your fights? No, no, much no, no. which is scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I fight. I've, I've been that. I've seen it at like jujitsu comps sometimes, and you see guys, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm you just give them a little side look. You're like, mm, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's not. I wouldn't say it's not fair, but it is what it is I mean it's yeah. when you're fighting at jiu-jitsu comps when you get higher and they get tested yeah. but I know the UFC's been like they're yeah, hot on yeah. it they're really, I'm actually really rated I really like it it is good I, I, it's gonna I, I try not to think it's gonna hurt the sport too much because I mean, back in the day you just wanted to see a lot of the, heavy, a lot of the heavyweights were just mm. these big juiced up fucking guys mm. punching each other in the head but now you know they're not don't want to see two Roy Nelsons like fighting. I guess you want to see Mark Hunt. Yeah. It's fun, like don't get me wrong, but aesthetically, when they're trying to sell a product, the UFC, yeah. they don't want to be, you know, have Roy Nelson on the, the <laughs> poster, you know, because uh, okay, he's yeah, that's it. He's, he's not really selling the, you know, when you look at a cage fight and you think, oh, yeah. that's that what a cage fighter looks like? Uh, well, he's not a cage fighter, but a mixed martial artist. Um, when, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, Brock got popped. John Jones popped. Pop. Uh, who else has been popped in the last? Uh, what's the big Cuban guy? Oh, mate, middleweight. Hector. He got popped a while Before, ago. yeah, and he come back and then got the other guy. Oh, the fuck out. Um, I swear he shit himself in a fight. Oh, um, I'm not even kidding. His name's gone for me as well. He, he, he had that really weird fight yeah, to Kennedy yeah. where he wasn't standing up from the stall and he, and he got knocked. Yeah, he got knocked out mid round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Mate, um, I just watched loads of Joe Rogan <laughs> podcasts and he just kept mentioning his yeah, name. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. but um, yeah, I know the I know the guy you're talking about, and he uh, he's um, yeah, he got popped, and then they, I think he's 
yeah, man, you you got to look at people when they you know look like some mm. some mental person. Like a lab experiment. Yeah, and it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not surprised really. Brock Lesnar's like bigger than my house. So I wasn't. But again, genetics. There's, there's, that's not that's not naturally genetics. So like when you look at you can be big, mm. but when you're walking around there, like when you have to cut weight to two sixty five, so they're like sixteen stone probably, or maybe even more. They're like like they must be like seventeen stone or whatever it is. I'm not too sure about how it trans like how trans trans over, but um yes, yeah, they're big, like so heavy, massive, lean. Like when you got abs and you're <laughs> that big, you're like there's something not right. right yeah, so um, I'm not I'm not surprised, but. They're gonna. I mean, I see. I see. Mark Pant said that he wants half a half. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, just gonna set him up a nice holiday or six. <laughs> yeah, one, what's it? So it's two and a half. So he's gonna get like what? I don't know. One point two five mm. mil. Like that guy's a funny guy. I like mm. Mark. I really like that guy. Yeah. He's just chilled. He just turns out. <laughs> but doesn't care, does he? Just like himself, no. weigh-ins, like yeah, hands his pockets. No, he's just gonna like be able to hit you if he can hit you. Yeah, you're gonna put you on your ass. So it's uh, definitely, definitely good. People who don't even fight MMA, they they know they they see a video of him and they know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Like guy that just punches people and walks away whilst they're like yeah. dying on the floor. King of the walk up, walk out, walk out, knock out. Man, he used to go on the Joe Rogan podcast as well. I think it'd be interesting to hear, wouldn't it? It'd be mm. interesting to hear him. I, I think you know people podcasts just need to. Better hear people and see what their point of view is as yeah. well. I like to, you know, there's lots of people that I like to like to see what the person behind the fire sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> for me, it's um, yeah, it's, it's good. Mm. So um, you got like you got any more consequences as well? Actually, think about it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... How come you didn't do the ADCC this weekend? Because obviously no gi, I thought you'd be up for it. I would have been. <laughs> Money? Um, it's expensive. Is it, uh, it's expensive, but the uni do help me out a lot. Oh, did they? Yeah, like oh, they'll, man, they'll contribute cool. and stuff. But it's more, I've just come back from Ireland visiting family. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago. And you're going back. And I'm going back on <laughs> Tuesday. Ooh. <laughs> Tuesday. I'm, I'm 20, I swear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going back on Tuesday. So then again, it's just inconsistent training. Yeah. If I want to do something as big as ABCC, I want it to be good. You can get a bit of a. So I think for the next um, couple of months, particularly towards the end of the year, I want to do more. I'm going to do a lot of no gi. I still train gi. Yeah. It's going to be more. My mind is going to probably switch more to MMA. Okay. So I want to get probably at least three fights there. Yeah. Year, hopefully. Touch wood. And then um, I want to start prepping for the Europeans in. January. Where's that? Uh, I want to say Portugal. Okay. I don't know why. It rings. I think they. Paul, Paul did one in Lisbon, didn't he? Yeah. That's, that was it. Yeah, it wasn't last year. Lisbon and Zurich, I think they did. Yeah, they did Lisbon, Zurich, Rome. Yeah. And then the Europeans, which were in Rome, I think. So, yeah, and they smashed it. So, I want to. How, how's that, like, money wise? Are you going to get over there? Cause... Uh, it's going to be. It's not, no, it's not too bad. Yeah. I think if I can get if I can book it in advance, it'll be fine. Mm. But um, you know, we've, I've just been promoted from like a performance scholarship to an elite scholarship. Oh, okay. So that gets me a little bit more money. Yeah. Uh, probably a little bit more publicity with it. But yeah. um, you know, it might cover it will cover most of the trip. Yeah, definitely. Without, but I don't know how much the entry is. I know the entry is a lot. 
Mm. But now I'm blue, but I can do two categories, so I can go there for a whole weekend and get really? at least two fights. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I'm sure Paul will be going over there, won't they? Yeah, like Sam Teague as well, another chap, man. Yeah. He's, all, he's everywhere. Yeah. He loves it. Quite a lot, actually, about a lot of the comps. Mm. You know, like Ken and stuff like that. Mm. Good, to, good to have some comps around. Mm. Good to do the local ones, but again, now I want to test the bigger, yeah. bigger oceans as well. Oh, so cool. that's just to get myself out there a little bit. Just... What, should, what, should, what do you feel about like Blue Belt and stuff? Like, do you. Interesting one. Yeah. You can do a local one first, like yeah. do a small one first. Yeah, see yeah. How you do. see how I feel. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. It's a, it's a, lot, like a, a long, and there's a long gap of people oh, yeah. about you know a couple of years difference between trainers. And mm. So I might get like the first fight, I might get four star blue belt who might be blue belt for like five years. You might get a couple belt that day. Yeah, but um, yeah, I feel alright to be fair because I've yeah. had four years of white belt. I feel like when I've rolled with blue belts, I have. Been alright. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. They've like they they caught me a lot, and I've caught them sometimes. You mm. know, so I feel quite confident in that. Yeah. Especially Nogi. Um. Yeah, Nogi, I like, but Gi, I'm so I'm starting to get more of a not more of a thing, but I'm I'm liking Gi a lot now. Yeah. Like, before at White Belt, it was I don't know why I found it so tedious. I found it just quite frantic. Mm. You know, especially when you're rolling with like new White Belts. But now with blue, it's like when you engage, it's like a Rubik's cube. You know, you're both figuring stuff yeah. out, and you it's it's just chill. Like yeah, it's, man, definitely cracking down. So it's all good. Right, cool. We had a little bit of camera problem, um, <laughs> and we're back. Um, Ryan's just got his uni results, so he's going to see what they are right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> good. Let's have a look. Oh, brilliant. Love it. Maybe you heard something right. Nah, fine. <laughs> so basically, Ryan, just in case you didn't um, catch on, Ryan's been doing a scholarship at Kent Uni and. Christchurch. Yeah, Christchurch oh. Uni, sorry, <laughs> wrong one. Um, <laughs> and he's done his first year and he's just getting his results back, so he's just. Downloading something now just so you can see live. We're going to see exactly what it's got. If it loads. Yeah, if not, then we're going to knock on the head. A little bit download something. Nah, I don't mind that, mate. Right, okay, well, cool, mate. Um, Getting really hot in here, so we're going, to, yeah, we're going to call it a day. So um, if you want to thank anyone, just let anyone know and give shout outs and stuff. Cool, thank you. I want to thank you for the very sponsorship. I'm loving it. Uh, great brand, uh, Supplement Centre for the help they do with their, their discounts and stuff and their other help with my supplements, uh, my university, Canterbury Christchurch in Canterbury Kent for the, the scholarship programme and all this other stuff that they do for me, it's great, uh, my friends, my family, my brother, my mum, all my aunties in Northern Ireland, my uncles, there's too many to name in Northern Ireland but yeah, thanks everyone, uh, I really appreciate all the support over my career and stuff. So. Hopefully we keep it going. <laughs> yeah, man, cool. Thank you. Good. All right.